the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. I believe that together we can make America great again. Woo! It's Friday night. Okay, I hereby declare that's the last time I want to hear Bill Clinton talking about making America great again. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We putting a fork in that bad one. <laughs> oh, how do I transition? From Andrea, some... what do you mean? Yeah. Um, by the way, welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are uh, feeling the effects of uh, not me as mini cyclone, Andrea K., but uh, tropical cyclone K here in San Diego County. And I'm wondering if that's what uh, had to do with the small plane that crashed into um uh, sand bordering the San Diego Bay. So I don't have any updates if you're in San Diego County it, right now listening to me. I don't know um, what if it was the wind. We were expecting some super high winds from this storm today. It seems so far, at least from where I live and, and maneuver and operate, uh, North County Coastal, La Jolla to Del Mar, it seemed like a, it seemed like a non-event for me. So um, it seemed not a, not a lot of rain and not a lot of wind. They were expecting high winds this weekend. 888-344-1170. If you're, if you're experiencing anything from this storm, we don't know if that's what behind this plane that was crashing, that crashed today just recently. So uh, our man here, the crack team of the Cyclone AK Show, uh, will be delving into that and bring that information to you. Hope you had a great week in spite of our crazy weather here, hot and humid and rainy now, thanks to Tropical Cyclone Okay. Glad to have you with us tonight. We will be, I, I did not plan on talking again about Queen Elizabeth, but there's a lot of stuff that's coming out today as the world reacts. And unfortunately, some of the reactions on the part of some of the left here in in, Cal, in uh, America has me just, it's really, well, it has me aggravated um, and concerned because it represents uh, uh, some bad ideology going on in the part of the country. And let me tell you, by the way, that as I was thinking about it, it I was thinking about how that connects with and is part of the reason why, as of today on September 9th, we have heard little, if nothing, in regards to the upcoming anniversary two days from now on the Islamic terrorist attacks on 9-11. So we're going to be discussing all of that. We've got some economic news. We've also got to share with you guys this this newly formed narrative on the part of the left that we need to we need to address. What does God have to do um Last night we talked about how the left the left was saying the reason why we got two arms is because God wanted us to get a shot in one arm from COVID and a shot in the other arm for the flu. Today, for some reason, the left has decided God's behind abortion and Planned Parenthood. 
Much to get into tonight, but we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. I posed this question earlier on the socials, and I want to hear from you tonight on the show. What does 9-11 mean to you anymore? Does it mean anything to you still after all these years later? And if so, what does it mean? 888-344-1170. Get to bring in my man who's here with me every night of the week, rain or shine. He's like a post, he's like a postal carrier. Come rain or come shine, man. He's here every day in and out, except for when he decides to take some time off, which will be happening in a few weeks from now. But that's a topic for another day. I am talking about DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, there was actually some uh, pretty high winds in the La Mesa area this morning. So it would not surprise me if that was the cause of the crash. We'll have to look into that. Mm. Okay. I don't know if anybody... It looked like it landed without any breaking apart or That's so. Good. Yeah. So, you know, prayers, prayers up for the folks involved in that plane crash. So hopefully you'll, you'll get more information and be able to share some good news with us. Um, of course, the sad news in many ways, particularly for re- uh, the citizens of Great Britain, as well as, you know, Britons here in the United States and just, you know, people around the world, many people today. Uh, acknowledging the passing of Queen Elizabeth and on uh, acknowledging not just her passing, her legacy, her reign, what it meant to the world as uh, the head of state for Britain, but also people beginning to think about, as I asked on last night's show, what is going to be the impact to this change? Uh, because this is not just a symbolic change. The The king and or queen of England is literally the head of state and they actually act as as such in that role and make decisions as such in that role. And the world is watching and the world has expectations or is beginning to form expectations about uh, what, who is now King Charles. And the, my entire life since I first heard about King Charles, which, you know, I, I told you last night I hadn't even heard of him when he got engaged to Diana. But since I began to be aware, uh, you know, of all of that, uh, there were many people who thought he was he would never be king because his behavior and his attitude and his words and his expressions, including those politically, made made him inappropriate to ever be be king. So it's interesting to me and surprising to me. Uh, that he is king, and I'm wondering if he's just going to be a placeholder as the, for the first time now since Diana, we have a princess of Wales, a prince uh, and princess of Wales, and that Prince William is now officially heir to the throne. And at a time where we have great, tremendous upheaval in the world, this is not a small incident. So there's very, very big political implications here. It did not take long at all before the left decided to chime in and try to, uh, like vultures, pick apart the bones of this woman and her legacy. Um, and I, as I said last night, you don't have to appreciate the system that is the monarchy. You don't have to be a royal watcher to appreciate her legacy. How about taking a little time like we did yesterday before just immediately sloughing it off and saying, you know, what I, well, I don't care about this or being flippant like so many people are. I haven't cared about the royal family since 1776. That kind of stuff is is immature to me. Yeah, it's called basic human respect. Well, it, respect for her as a human being who's passed away and a head of state, but also in terms of if you're going to analyze and evaluate her reign, do so with honesty, do so objectively, do so on the basis of, um, like we do all human beings, uh, on the basis of balancing the good and the bad and the pros and the cons, because everybody's life has both. Um, but that's not where the left is at these days, right? 
The left is all about America. Didn't, doesn't matter what we did. Doesn't matter our contributions in the world. The left is spending all day, every day trying to tear it down. And they have to because that's the only way in which it, they, they've got to destroy it uh, before they can convince you that you should let them rebuild it according to their communist uh, agenda. And the same thing is happening today with the response by many of those on the left who don't have the decency because, because the, you know, the, the cultural Marxist on the left are, are indecent. Their agenda is absolutely indecent. Their agenda, their agenda does not respect human beings. It doesn't respect legacy. It doesn't respect traditions. It doesn't respect or have tolerance to any other opposing viewpoint. And it seeks to, it seeks to use any, any flaws any mistakes or any errors on part on, on behalf of any individual or and certainly on behalf of any government as a tool and an entitlement a, a, to um, to use as a weapon for which to destroy case in point enter the haints on the view uh, skins please play this clip and I hate to play y'all know we hate to play clips from this show but I think this perfectly exemplifies the evil spirit that we have seen so on display. And this past week uh, from the left, it, Skins, this is Sonny Hostin, the alleged uh, brains of the outfit known as The View. She's alleged as the smart one. I'm not sure if this if <laughs> if this uh, shows that she's qualified to be considered the smart one. But here she is talking about Queen Elizabeth and her crown. I studied in London, and so I lived in London uh-huh. um, uh, for, for a while, and I got caught up in the pomp and circumstance of it all as well. I wanted to see the changing of the guards. I wanted to see everything. I wanted to meet the queen um, because I think we all love <coughs> glam and pageantry. And I think, though, we can mourn the queen and not the empire. Yeah. Because sure. if you really think about what the monarchy um, was built on it was built on the backs of black and brown people she wore a crown with pillaged stones from india and africa wow first of all i've never gotten caught up in the glam of the pageantry you know for the same reason why i don't watch the academy awards i'm not interested in you know people dressing up in in, ga- in gowns that cost more than the average person makes in a year right i'm not interested in that but to hear her uh defame not to fame, but you know, if if you want to, if you want to point out that um, the empire that is, um, you know, ha- has been Great Britain, um, if you want to point out that they were imperfect, okay, but I, I think it's I, I uh, I'm just going to say it. This was this was one of the most offensive things that I've heard in a long time. How did she put it? She talked about her crown has is has with pillaged stones from India and Africa. And what you're seeing is uh, uh, from a black and brown people. You want to talk. How about this is throwing stones from the worst kind. What's that old saying? People from glass houses should not throw stones. I don't want to hear from anybody on, on the left, particularly a person of color talking about pillaging stones when there has been the Black Lives Matter movement has been pillaging and stoning, you know, uh, metaphorically and beating up people across this country in the name of equality now for quite a few years. Okay, but most importantly, um, is the UK is is Great Britain is their empire uh, without flaws? Of course not. Is there one country or one continent in this world that doesn't have some background of pillaging and doing some bad things to some black and brown people? You aware of one? Let me tell you, I will match the world's con- uh, or, or let me say it this way: I defy anybody to come. And prove to me that there's another continent of any other individual 
pick one of the seven continents and prove to me that anybody in those continents, any country or, or combination of countries in that continent has contributed more to the world than the United, particularly the United States of America, including the UK. I'm sick and tired of these people trying to tear us down. But for the United States of America working with the UK, and by the way, do we not have an axe to grind? Could we not be sitting here and have not been sitting here since the inception of the United States of America with a little our nose out of joint against the, the people of the UK? Did we not fight a bloody revolution to get away from the system that is the UK? But what did we do? What is the American spirit? It's to forgive. It's to forge alliances to go forward. To pursue an ideal based upon Judeo-Christian principles and values. It's to understand that we are all flawed. That's what Judeo-Christian principles and values are based upon. We also understand that with individual freedom and individual liberty comes bad behavior at times. That's why we're supposed to have a system of a rule of law that holds people accountable for their actions. We are the only country, the United States of America, the only country where white people shed blood to stop slavery going on. And let me tell you, Sonny Hostin, you want to talk about stones? How many, how many of the crowns of the queens over in Africa have stones symbolic of the African-Americans, the Africans, not, uh, not uh, African-Americans, but the Africans that the, the Africans themselves sold into slavery. It was the Africans themselves who put their own people on ships and sent them to America. Shame on you. We're going to take a break. What does this have to do with 9-11? Has a lot to do with 9-11. And we're going to share that with you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, I was all hot under the collar about these women from The View. Just, you know, they're just preying upon. You know, there's typical the left, right? And, you know, the comments that we're making about uh, Great Britain and, and the UK today. Look, it's like we said before the break. I mean, there's there's no society, no country that's been perfect around the world. Um, uh, and, and and you said before, earlier today to me that you felt like it's just too soon, right? Skins to for people to be making these politicizing. I, mean, I don't even on. like the comments anyway. But if you're going to do it, if you have to do it. It gives some time to let the people of England and the family mourn. It's just distasteful. So I guess you wouldn't like me to tell you a joke I just saw. Probably not. Okay. A lot of people are making jokes about Prince Charles uh, finally getting a job at 73 now that he's become king. I saw a chuckle. I see a grin. I see a grin. I know you're classy. I know you're classy. I know you don't like jokes too, too soon, but I see a little snicker. I see a little snicker. He's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what does this all this have to do? And my question uh, for the listeners out there tonight is about 9-11. We are two days before uh, the uh, anniversary of 9-11. I actually got I get emails from you a lot. People emailing me a lot. Let me see if I can pull up one real quick uh, in terms of response to 9-11. Um, while you're searching for that email, the only person so far, and maybe I missed something, but I only heard uh, one actual talk show host talk about 9-11 today. Yeah. Um, I, I, here's a couple of responses. Um, it better mean something to every American. 
That was one of the responses I got. You can email me at andreacasio.com. The live uh, phone number is 888-344-1170. Another message I got was, as an old veteran and still an American, I take 911 very seriously. Um, what's interesting, though, is is that um, only one person gave uh, has messaged me with why it matters. And it says, here are four reasons why 9-11 still means much to me. One of many pictures I took on day one. Oh, so he sent a picture here. Oh, this is a veteran. Um, I took on day two and after when myself and other reservists went down there to find our buddies who were also firefighters. Oh, wow. First picture is me. Did two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan because of that horrible day. Is that not the best of this country that the left is trying to destroy? That is that is the soul of America, that we as Americans are so willing to go and r- literally risk lives to fight for freedoms. And you, to f- you know what I challenge everybody to do? And maybe some of our listeners, Andrea, already do it, but it's something I made tradition of. Uh, you know, we all lead very busy lives, but definitely, you know, never, we should never forget and only use that statement if you really mean it. Every single September 11th, I watch video of the people that jumped out of the buildings yes. and the towers falling. We cannot ever forget those images. No, we can't. I, I don't know if people have forgotten because, you know, um, we're adaptable as a culture. Um, I think it's uh, adaptable as people. Um, it's to use a really weird analogy, but it's popped into my head. I've had so many women um, who and many women in my family, by the way, that have chosen to have a natural childbirth, which is um, uh, no anesthesia and um, for, for a couple of reasons. But that's not the point. Uh, they tell you they have told me that the, the pain of that day fades. And they don't remember. So we just have an ability to get over grief. I think God made us uh, such as humans that we have the capacity to move on in spite of incredible grief. Um, that can be used against us in order to force, uh, in order to manipulate people to forget about what happened that day. And there's a reason why the left has wanted, as, as well as the establishment and people of both parties in the establishment didn't want us to focus on and wanted us to move on from that. And it's, and you know, almost day one, as much as we all supported George W. Bush, um, he immediately began um, providing excuses for that ideology, uh, immediately doing uh, interfaith services, doing everything possible. In fact, Rush Limbaugh, I think, said it so perfectly. God bless Rush. He said Islamists took down the Twin Towers, uh, the Pentagon and the plane in Shanksville, and we've been apologizing to them ever since. And that's absolutely true. It was George W. Bush who started the refugee program. It was George W. Bush Bush who actually took us into Iraq because he actually believed that they had a they had a reason to hate us. And it was economic that they just didn't have they just had never been able to enjoy the capitalist system that was the United States of America. And if we just sent our sons and daughters over there to build bridges and schools and hand out candy to children, they wouldn't hate us anymore because he he could not face and refuse to acknowledge the threat that we faced. So George W. Bush and the Uniparty, in fact, it was the Bush family that gave Hillary Clinton, Jeb himself, some Citizens Award of the Year after after she left Americans to die in Benghazi. We still have a problem with that ideology. I want my another question for you guys is do you feel that the threat's gone because uh al-qaeda 
uh, has been kind of dis- disassembled. ISIS, uh, Trump successfully took out ISIS and he took out Soleimani. That's a question for you, Skins. Do you think that the threat is is no longer real for us? No. You don't think the threat's real? Uh, the, the threat is definitely still, I heard you wrong. It's de- it's def- it's, it was just as real as it was then as, as it is today. Right. I think that, and, and one of the things that I said then, and, and George W. Bush made a mistake in, in focusing all on organizations as though uh, an ideology wasn't, that, he took the approach of we were fighting not nation states anymore, but we were fighting something similar in the form of we were fighting organizations. Well, what we're fighting is an ideology and that ideology still exists in two forms and I said from day one um, there's two ways in which the Islamists are waging war against us one is with the sword and the sword is you know a military weapon whether it's a plane into a tower whether it's cutting off the head of a woman in a plant in uh, Kentucky I think it was whether it's shooting up a, a, a gay club in Pulse nightclub or a Christmas party and the other is Sharia creeping Sharia And both parties have allowed that ideology to take root in this country. And that is an ideology that is not and the reason why the left has gone for it. And and, and the uh, the uniparty themselves is because it is an ideology that is compatible with a centralized system. I mean, it's compatible with the left. Right. And And the Marxist, which is a centralized system of power with complete control over our lives. Do you have a thought? Yeah, it just hit me. You and I were brainstorming before the show, and maybe I'm just making the connection now. Is this why we talked about the Queen's love for uh, President Reagan, President Trump, how very close she was, especially with President Reagan, uh, and now how the left is coming out, and you know, and they've slandered you know Trump to to no end. Is that why they're coming out against her? You know, certain aspects of her legacy right now. Absolutely, because you know what she represents to the left. MAGA. What is MAGA about? It's about individual liberty, individual freedom. It's about you're putting your nation first, right? God and country. It's about God and country. It's about tradition, right? It's it's about Judeo Christian principles and values. It's about it's about holding on to your traditions. And here's what's interesting. Well, you know, maybe it's time to take a break. Getting into a little pop culture. These are the same. This is these are the same people. I mentioned Rush when he said um, the Islamists took down uh, the Islamic terrorists took down the Twin Towers and all that. And we've been apologizing to them ever since. These same people that spent are that are trashing Queen Elizabeth right now. They're crack. They're 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 trashing her because she's basically Reagan's sister or Trump's sister. Right. And these are the same people that are trashing MAGA. Yet these are the same people that have been defending an ideology of Sharia that subjugates women, b- blames them for being raped, throws gay people off of rooftops around the country, f- performs female genital mutilation on little girls, and believes in the wholesale complete subjugation of its citizens. That's what they defend. And in fact, it's happening on our TVs right now. So we're going to take a break and we're going to continue this discussion on the other side. 888-344-1170. What does 9-11, does it mean anything to America anymore? Does it mean anything to you? And if so, what? 888-344-1170. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. 
She's on The Answer San Diego. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? About a minute before the show, I was on the phone with R&O's in New Orleans. <laughs> I thought maybe we were going to get some Friday night delights here at the station. <laughs> I was, Skins and I were, do y'all know how much we talk about food before the show? And I was showing him a picture oh. of the greatest, not a sandwich, a po' boy ever. I posted it on the socials. It's the roast beef po' boy out of R&O's, Lakefront in New Orleans. Thank you, Jesus, that... R&O's was spared by Katrina because it's not far from where the levee broke. But they don't deliver out here. They don't even have a website, babies. This is how phenomenal they are down in New Orleans. This is how much of an institution they are. They don't need your little. They don't need to do a little sad little website. They don't need to be shipping anywhere around the country. Yeah, so I called him up. I'm like, "Hey, can y'all ship? I, I, I'm desperate for." I thought a you were joking beef. when you said it. You actually called him. I did. I called him. I'm like, "I'm desperate for a roast beef po' boy." They're like, "She's like, no, baby." In her New Orleans accent, she's like, "No, baby, we ain't shipping out there." She's like, "You need to, you need to send your friend over here. We'll pack up a, we'll pack up a bag for you. <laughs> they can ship, and then then your friend can ship it to you." So anyway. Um, I don't even know what got me thinking about that. Well, now but, I'm hungry. Yeah, I know. Um, well, culture. You know, I love, you know, uh, you know. I'm somebody who absolutely loves tradition and culture. I think that um, that's why I don't have a problem with people coming here. I believe that our founders wanted us to immigrate and assimilate into an American culture that is very distinct. Um, I think the TV show Happy Days, right, was an American culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so much about American culture. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having a unique culture for your people whether it's our Louisiana culture. It's one of the reasons why I loved going to LSU. We have our own very, our own language, our own food. Um, I love it. I love when people are Im- immigrants here from other countries come here legally. And like I went to the the famous annual uh, I- Italian festival one year in New York City because I just I love, you know, Italian food. I'm obsessed over Mexican food. I love it. I, I love it. I love it. Before the show, there's a family tradition that we have yeah. a place called Dante's up in Los Angeles. Have best Mexican food I would challenge anywhere. And anytime any member of the family heads up to the Los Angeles area, suddenly that person is inundated with orders. Hey, bring me some. Right. And so, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I'm somebody who absolutely loves tradition. And I think that, that uh, however, not every tradition and every culture is to be respected. I do not respect a culture that cuts off the genitals of little girls. I do not respect a culture that marries off little girls to older men. I do not respect a culture that, um, in, in, that uh, stones women who've been raped. I don't, I don't respect that. And I don't have to respect that. I don't have to respect oppression. That would and and why is that being respected, right? This that, and that's the ideology that took down the twin towers on 9/11. And we are not we were never allowed to to talk about that, right? Not allowed to talk about that. In fact, Actually, we were pressured not to. Oh, we were told that it that it was Islamophobic too. And ever since 9/11, they have been pushing a culture on us of oppression of women. Putting women in a in a burqa practically on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? There was other fashion magazines. They've been trying to push the hijab and the burqa as some uh, some sim- symbol of women's women's uh, rights, right? Um, when no. It's not a symbol of women's rights. It's a symbol of oppression, and that's and it's a very important symbol. And it's the same reason why they wanted a mask on us. Very same reason. The left wants to characterize Christians as being the Taliban. That, that's all clearly projection, not unlike Joe Biden's speech his, in front of the satanic imagery, trying to declare that uh, in, in 
Hitlerian, there's no, I mean, there's no other way but to describe it. Hitlerian, Luciferian imagery and behaviors, you know, uh, de- declaring that MAGA are the people of, of pushing violence. And he's not backing down. No. It's the left that advocates for violence. And we've talked about all the different ways from Black Lives Matter and Antifa to the threats outside of the, the Supreme Court justices home. We've got leak after leak after leak, and we still don't know who leaked the draft. Gorsuch put out today a statement. People are saying, oh, uh, Gorsuch is talking about the leak and there's going to be a report coming out soon. Uh, the person's name might not be. Why? I have a right to know who leaked that. I have a right. Why are we protecting that person? They so, did something that should not have been done. And they did it for the reason, for the very purpose of what ended up happening, which is Supreme Court justices uh, having people committing felonies by trying to pressure them outside of their homes. And then we had somebody come wanting to assassinate multiple Supreme Court justices. So the left here in this country, while trying to say that MAGA, the domestic violence extremist, embrace extremism in many forms, one of which is the most radical ideologies of the Islamist. Tell me why in this country Democrats refuse to back legislation that would make female genital mutilation illegal in this country. Why do we have Sharia being recognized in any way, shape or form in our courts? And it is. The most oppressive ideology in the world. And it's been normalized here in the United States of America after 9-11. After 9-11. These same people that today, these same alleged women that were spitting on on uh, the UK today are the same people, type of people in this country that defend that ideology of Islam. And since 9-11, every terrorist attack I've talked about it, the, one of the first people at the microphones was CARE. Threatening, threatening Americans to not re- that, that the great the greatest threat after Pulse nightclub was going to be attacks on is uh, on uh, Muslims. Right. Actually, the greatest. Uh, and when Trump was elected in 2016, it was, oh, there's going to be all these hate crimes against Muslims, hate crimes against Muslims. The real the real rise in hate crimes in this country has really been against Asian Americans and uh, anti-Semitic hate crimes in this country. The left doesn't want to talk about that. We've actually got. One of the reasons why I've actually been thinking about this lately is uh, the housewives, uh, you know, Bravo has all these housewife shows that are just really, you know, they might have been something at one point, but they've clearly jumped the shark. I mean, it's just the worst of the worst. And they've got one now set in Dubai. And most of the women on the show, and I tuned into a few episodes out of curiosity because, you know, I've been paying attention to what's going on in in, uh, the Islamic world and the merging of the Islamist and the leftist in this country. And I tuned in to see a couple episodes, and it was just what I suspected. You've got all these former Americans, expats over there bragging about how amazing it is to live in the city of gold, in the city of gold. And one of the one of the uh, cast members on the show has to, you know, uh, is aging, needs in vitro, and is talking about just as though it's just the greatest thing in the world, and acknowledging that she's not allowed to. Um, get in vitro fertilization done until she gets married because that's strictly forbidden in Dubai. Strictly forbidden in Dubai for people to appear intoxicated. Strictly forbidden in Dubai for women to do this. Strictly forbidden in Dubai for this and this and this. And it's it's like, what? 
These are the same women that if 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 this stuff was happening in the United States of America would be, I don't know, walking around wearing pink hats and trying to threaten to burn down the White House. No, they're threatening to burn down the White House over what? They're rounding up Americans in this country simply because for women, including women, including 80 something year old women who were outside the Capitol on January 6th because of a political belief. But they wouldn't dare speak up against anything involving Sharia. That's the level of insanity we've got going on. And 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 I think I'm the only one talking about it. Have you heard any other show talking about this going into 9-11? No. The, uh, uh, and actually, to be quite honest the uh, here, the only host that I had, and if I've missed it, people can call me. I was recording earlier with Brother Ed Martin, and uh, he's the only one that has also mentioned 9-11. Did he talk about the embrace of uh, the Islamic ideology here in this country? No, but and I'm the sure he will. He's it? usually pretty on that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. How quickly have we forgotten? And let me tell you, you know who hasn't forgotten? Ilhan Omar. She's still out there fundraising for uh, a terrorist organization. She's still out there fundraising for them. She was a couple years ago. What about uh, Rashida Tlaib? Draping herself in the Palestinian flag, the anti-Semitism anti-Semitism coming from from these are members of Congress that get into that one. I think both of them aren't both of them on the Intelligence Committee that actually get secrets. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they're still trying to pretend as though Donald Trump is the threat to national security. Sharia, by the way, was going on in Dubai and United Arab Emirates and Iran. These are these are Islamic states, right? These are these are countries that are ruled by their quote religion. I, for years, I've been saying with the solution to any issue with with Islamic terror, which has been festering in our mosque across this country, which is why Philip Haney uh, had his investigation. He he says he could have stopped the San Bernardino shooting if the Obama administration let him continue his investigation. He wound up dead mysteriously on the side of the road. Anyway. <clears throat> these are I, I've said that we needed to declare Islam a political ideology that hides behind a religious component is what we needed to do because you can't separate the politics from the religious aspect of it but if you want to think of it as a religion think about it as though today in this country uh, Christians are being persecuted for their beliefs yet Islam it, it, the the worst of is and not and and we know that not all Muslims subscribe to the Sharia uh, part of it, but it's it's even the Sharia of Islam that's being defended by the left, and and when it comes to a Christianity today, the left is trying to hijack it in order to push abortion going into the midterms. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to share some comments today. You know what? You know what's you know what what mentioned in the Bible? Jesus didn't say nothing about abortion in the Bible. That must mean he's pro-abortion, right, skins? <laughs> This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You got an update on this plane? Yeah, I do. So the uh, sand by San Diego Bay, obviously, is where the plane crashed. And it was a Lear 35 into the sandbank. And it looks like that uh, there were two passengers that were both taken to a hospital just as a precaution, Mm -hmm. but they did not appear to have any major injuries. So we're hoping that they turn out okay. 
Yeah, well, at least it's good news that they were. But it's but it looks high. like it is uh, from high winds. Oh wow! Okay, that must have been scary. Wow. All right. Thank you for that update. Um, got a message from a listener in our talk about nine eleven. And he said, I lost a very close friend, Scott LaManna, that was serving in the military during during 9-11s. I love this description, kamikaze style air raid. And this took place during his shift. He was literally outside under the first of the two twin towers that was hit and was crushed. His younger sister just posted this. He posted a picture of, oh, this just makes me cry. It's because of this and so much more that I will never forget. God bless Scott and God bless America. It's, it's those personal stories, Andrea. Yeah. We, we, we owe it to them, the, those guys that defend this country that were there yeah. to always remember that day. Yes. Did you lose anybody that you knew of personally? I did not. Thank I, God. I didn't either. Uh, I, know lots of, I know lots of people who did. I know lots of people who did. And um, and and. I will never forget, and I'm with you. Every year, I post a picture of the falling man, and um, we need to be showing those images. That really puts reminding. it in perspective. It does, and every year, Facebook tries to ban it and stop it. And some people say it's cruel to post it. Um, you know, my aunt never celebrates her birthday. She was born on nine eleven. Oh, that's sad. You know, it's just God bless her. Uh, I just think it's it's um, and and I and I also get irritated with the the truthers that want to act as though, you know, I, you know, I'm no fan of George W. Bush, but George W. Bush did not bomb building seven. There was George, no conspiracy. No, George W. Bush was an idiot who apologized to the Islamist all day long. Right. George W. Bush did not do anything to take down building seven. George W. Bush uh, did not, you know, fly, you know, the people that act like no plane flew into the Pentagon. Good grief. I saw a video of a plane going into the Pentagon. Barbara Olson was on the phone with her husband, who I'm not a fan of, Ted Olson. I, I haven't liked some, as the former solicitor general. I wasn't a fan of some of the stuff that he's done. But I mean, that that actually happened. You 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 spit on the Americans who lost their lives that day, either in the Pentagon or on the ground in Shanksville, their family members when you push that kind of nonsense. And I don't play it on my show. So I so, you know, it's just I will never forget absolutely never forget and unfortunately we have um and 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 getting back to the theme though not only have we forgotten we've actually been apologizing we've actually tried to normalize the ideology that was behind it right while attacking christianity at the same time you know what's an attack on christianity trying to claim that jesus would be a socialist but even more disgusting and despicable is to claim that because the word abortion doesn't appear in the Bible, that Jesus would be pro taking the life of the unborn. Here's what Joe Scumbag Scarborough had to say today. Clip five. And, and let me just say, as a Southern Baptist that wow. grew up reading the Bible, maybe a backslidden Baptist, but I still know the Bible. Jesus never once talked about abortion, never once. And it was happening Back in ancient times, it was happening during his time. Never once mentioned it for people perverting the gospel of Jesus Christ down to one issue. It's heresy. Apparently, he's not paying attention, Andrea, when he's reading his Bible. Well, yeah, um, the absence of the word abortion does not mean that Jesus in any way would support the slaughter of children in the womb. I don't believe you ever read a Bible. You want to talk about blasphemy, man? Jesus said, I knew you before you were formed in the womb. That's what Jesus said. 
How about thou shalt not kill? Right. It's insane. That's perversion. See, they say they, they sit there and spew perverted, blasphemous nonsense while they're accusing people of being blasphemous because they don't want to go along with the insanity of the left. OK, you want to argue with me that a, that a fertilized egg in an IVF clinic in a Petri dish or frozen is a human being. Make your argument. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the left thinks right up into the point of the babies in the birth canal. They've got a right to kill it. The left is about pushing infanticide in this country and try to claim that that's somehow something that Jesus would support. Man, I'm so glad I don't have to answer for you. And as for paring the Bible down to one issue, we don't pare the Bible down to one issue. The left tries to cherry pick from the Bible, we, you know, just like they just like they believe that the Constitution is livable. Therefore, they can shred it and pick apart, pick it apart and manipulate it to their ends. They trying to do the same thing with the Bible, even even as bad, even worse in some ways than Joe Scarborough saying that on a TV show was Kamala Harris going to a national the National Baptist Convention in Houston, Texas. And by the way, let me just say this. As Christians, we're not like the Catholic Church. We don't have like one church, i.e. organization over all of us as Christians, kind of telling us, you know, the rules of the road for our branch, if you will. I have long since stopped going to any church that was affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention or the National Baptist Convention. So uh, because, quite frankly, the fact that the National Baptist Convention invited Kamala Harris tells me they don't need anything to do with the National Baptist Convention. Right. We know that the Bible is being perverted when we've got drag queens showing up at Catholic churches and masses in Catholic churches in New York City, where we have Methodist preachers in drag. Okay, so she goes, though, to this National Baptist Convention talking about how Baptist pastors need to fight for light over darkness as though abortion is the light. And pro-life is the darkness. We are truly in a battle of good versus evil. Where we've got the left in this country. It's that, spiritual. It's, it's a spiritual warfare that we've got going on. The same left that wants to tell Baptists that they are darkness for being pro-life and wanting to protect children, yet trying to normalize an ideology that cut off, cuts off and mutilates the genitals of little girls. These are the same people that think that it's okay to go to five-year-olds and ask them if they, if they want to have their uterus removed. Are you sure you're a girl? You want to be a boy? That's evil. That's dark. Killing unborn children, preying upon the minds of unborn children. There's your darkness. There's your darkness. And that, and that, and they brought this battle into our churches, not just in our classrooms anymore, not just on our airwaves, on our TV screens, not just on our airwaves and in and, and, and media and movie screens, but it's in our churches now. We're in a really treacherous past path. We're going to take a break. In a moment, we're going to go into hour two. We've got Dave Elhoff is finally going to be here. He's got, I can't wait to hear what Elhoff has to say about John Kerry and Janet Yellen and their pro-climate change economic plans. Stay tuned for the Financial Thought Dr. Dave Elhoff when we come back. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.